1: He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... (laughs) You yell back at your radio. What are you talking
2: about?
3: What the
1: hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on The Fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer.
4: Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Sam Schmitz, executive producer, other side of the glass. He's hanging out with us. Rami Makhlouf comes up at 3 o'clock with The Rami Show. And listen, I, I don't got a topic necessarily or anything like it. I got nothing. This is all I want. I want everybody that was listening, that was at the parade, that was in the Deer District, that was at the celebration, call and tell me about your experience. I wasn't there. Sam wasn't there. Sam drove through some of it, but we weren't down there. So I want to live through you. You tell me what was that experience like in the Deer District on the parade route. Dial it up. I want to know right now. Or you can tweet us too. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM The Fan. I want to live through y'all. That, that's what I want to do. Yeah, we're in this together, right? That, that's what we've been saying for the last 24 to 40 hours. Ah, Spark, thanks so much for doing the postgame, man. You know, you got me through a lot of stuff. Well, good. Now, help get me through what this whole thing was like for you. Because I wasn't on the sidewalk standing watching the parade, I wasn't in the Deer District uh, watching all of this. What was it like for you and your friends and your family? And what time did you get down there? And how far did you have to walk? I I want to know all the details. Were you buying, uh, you know, fake T-shirts essentially, bootleg T-shirts like Romney was buying bootleg T-shirts as he he was uh, walking around? Maybe you were buying bootleg sh- T-shirts. How much gear, finals gear, have you bought in general so far? I got lots of questions. I just need somebody to talk to besides myself. That, that's really all I'm looking for. Uh, we'll start things off with this guy here, Bart Winkler. Bart Winkler Morning Show. His voice was about shot earlier today. We'll see if it's any better now. Uh, he was down there at the parade and at the Deer District uh, all day today. Bart, tell me what your experience was like being down there today.
5: It's still, uh, it's still surreal, man. It's still. It's still just surreal. You know, you're down there. You got to, like, I just think of, like, the last 10 years, even, 15 years, watching the NBA Finals, watching the parade, seeing random cities, Cleveland, Oakland, Toronto, and you're. It, it's unbelievable that all this stuff is happening miles from your home where you can go and be at. I just, I can't. I just can't get over it, and I just love the support of all this. Yeah, I was worried for a little bit, like, you know, real. The Bucks fans that were with you from the beginning on the post-game show, I right. was worried there'd be like, you know when you like a band and then other people like that band, you're like, well, I knew them first. Right. I was worried there'd be some of that. There's been none of that. It's, it's, all that Bucks fans want is for more people to be Bucks fans.
4: And so to see this has
5: been great.
4: All right, so uh, I'm going to tell you my perspective from being here in the studio, okay? My perspective from being here in the studio, watching on TV was, it was the most subdued, chilled out celebration of a champion that I've ever seen in my life, and especially of NBA celebrations. Number one, uh, the crowd just seemed like, I don't know, they were looking at their phones or whatever, but there wasn't really much cheering outside of an occasional like kind of golf clap uh, for these guys when they got up there. The players themselves, I don't know if they were tired or what, but it was like quick answers. Peter Fagan didn't talk. I don't understand that part of it. Like, how is the president of the organization not talking? And when a team wins to a, a championship, after everything he did to try and get Pfizer Forum built and everything else, Peter Fagan should have been one of the guys talking. So either he talked and they just didn't carry it on TV and I missed it. Um, but yeah, I guess for me that, I mean, PJ Tucker and Bobby Porris. Okay. You have those two. Everybody else was just, I don't know, kind of mellow. Like they just walked out of church.
5: I'll tell you, there's a reason for that is a lot of people couldn't hear anything.
4: What do you mean? They couldn't hear anything. So where we were
5: sitting, like, the I don't know if you saw where like the media. No, was,
4: so. no idea. So you actually got okay. into the media part of it finally? Yeah, I You got a credential? All in favor. Good. Well,
5: no, but I did what I needed to do.
4: Good. Well, good. Yeah, so so, That's how I like you, Bart. You do what you got to do. All right, go
6: ahead.
5: I would say there was, like, maybe it's 50 rows of people deep, maybe 100, and th- those people, you could all hear everything, but then after that, there was the media thing, and then behind it, they, they had TVs, which you could hear throughout the day, but I was just chatting with my brother, who was in the mess of that. And he said they could barely hear it. So, if the if the crowd was subdued, that was why. I I was like, I, I guess I thought for you, like I kind of agree with you. I thought Giannis would be more
2: emotional. totally chill. He didn't
5: really. Nope. He didn't really get that until he channeled Thanasis a little bit.
4: Missing Than Thanasis not being on stage hurt him from from the aspect of getting everybody riled up. And now after the fact, now I didn't I didn't have this before the fact. So you know it's after you see how this whole thing plays out. Now seeing how the whole thing played out, I think I rather would have had, you know, the politicians talk and then let Brandon Jennings go and get everybody fired up and going and then bring those guys behind him maybe. I don't know. It just okay. yeah, it needed I something.
5: More. I think at one point late, Giannis pulled, like he was pointing, because Jennings and Michael Red was there and right. a couple others that he was like motioning, get up here. And so the event ended. Jennings got Same up there with tonight. Joe Brown,
4: didn't he? Ben Jennings Brandon Jennings got up there eventually at the end
5: with Joe Brown yeah 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 uh Ben the national anthem guy sang and then Brandon Jennings took the mic at the end when people were dispersing and he said I told you all I told you bucks and six yeah and they could have probably used that in the beginning at the beginning yeah
4: yeah it was just I don't know so, I, you know, I I don't want to be critical. I mean, it's a world no, championship. Don't it's a NBA. Don't literally rain on a parade. Literally. Literally rain on. I, I'm just saying, again, I'm not there. That's why I said, if you were there, I want you to call in because the parade, obviously, I had no sound on for while we were doing the big show, me, Gary, and Leroy. So I have no idea what that sounded like as far as how big and juiced up the crowd was. Uh, So I want to know what that was like, like any interaction you might've had with players on trucks or whatever, as they were driving by, maybe you got a shirt or something else that they may have been throwing out. I know Giannis uh, did like a uh, basketball motion. He held the basketball like he was going to shoot froze. They took a bunch of pictures uh, right there by the Buffalo wild wings on water. And then eventually he shot the ball and like three dudes were like wrestling for it on the ground, uh, of the street trying to get the basketball he shot in. So I saw that. Uh, but outside of that, I'm not, again, the the parade is so long, you don't really well, know the, all the interactions. The, part of the, the, the
5: parade's the part. I mean, all of these, all of these, watch, Sit having everybody on stage and people just standing there with nothing to do while people talk. I mean, that's, it's borderline like an assembly,
4: you know? See, again, you know, it's just me, Bart, but... I, I'm trying, if I, it's me, I'm going, I'm going big. I mean, you've, and I don't care what Peter Fagan says about, oh, you got to date her first or whatever before you you go there. But they lit off fireworks. Uh, nice. Great. In the middle of the day. Listen, you, you have Cheryl Crow. You have, who else was there last night? You had a bunch of, uh, or the other night, you've had a bunch of famous people there one way or the other. You couldn't get some artist to do something around this one way or the other. I mean, I don't know. I, to to me, you know, it would have been cool to have Cheryl Crow maybe up there in a band or something to go along with it. Maybe you do it more at night than you do it during the day. Uh, but, again, Holiday, Milton got to get on a plan to go to the Olympics, and Booker is waiting for him apparently in Phoenix, all this other stuff. Fine, whatever it is. I, I don't know. I just thought it could have been bigger and better, and I don't know. I, but, again, I wasn't I there. Think, I so. think
5: they want to be – I think they're gassed
4: they 're definitely cash I think that was part of the juice factor was they're probably all overly tired even though they slept last night they're probably still exhausted yeah oh, yeah they're
5: cash and they like they got vacation time man. but that's why I'm saying
4: get to that right that's what I'm saying you needed you needed something else and you don't see national performing artists at these rallies or whatever else so it would have been something completely different than any NBA team would have pulled off but I think that could have been pretty cool and really would have had the fans juiced after that. Uh, at the end of the day, all right, Bart. Thank you so much, Bart Winkler's Show tomorrow morning, six a to ten a. Uh, go home, and rest your voice, buddy. See ya. Take care. There he is, Bart Winkler uh, on the Great Midwest Bank hotline. Of applying for home renovation loan? As you are feeling anxious, breathe. And like Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at uh, greatmidwestbank.com. dot com. Let's go to Roscoe, a long-time listener of The Fan, joins us next. He was at the parade. What's up, Roscoe?
7: What's up, man? I mean, I mean it, 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 was, it was cool. I mean, like Tuesday I went to the game. Like that was kind of for me. Uh, today I brought my kids there. We were on Water Street, and that was kind of like the whole family thing. It was kind of like you know, during the day, 11 o'clock. It was nice. Uh, we sat there since like 8.30. My kids were uh, actually pretty decent. Um, but it was cool. I mean, it was the whole thing. It was just like a, a gathering of, like, the celebration. It was really cool, you know, to see, like, families there and kids there and, you know, people that were young and old and just gathering and having fun. And, then, you know, we kind of – we uh, we didn't know how gassed they were going to be on this parade. And so, you know, we got when we got there, and Yannick uh, stopped right in front of us, uh, gave us a nice champagne shower. Nice. Uh, Jennings, Jennings chugged the beer right in front of us, which was awesome. We were, like, right outside, brothers. And – Uh, And then after that, I would agree with Bart. Uh, We got to the parade uh, or to the uh, the Celebration Lake because we we were at the parade. So we walked down there, and, you know, being so late, it was really hard to hear. You know, I had my son on my shoulders. I gave him a nice view, but we couldn't really hear anything because we were so far back. Um, But, I mean, all in all, I mean, you can't really, you know, (laughs) it is what it is, man. I mean, we won the championship. So, I mean, uh, to nitpick, things like that, It's just it was great to experience with my kids as we're walking out. Um, you know, someone got on the mic and was singing "We Are the Champions." With yeah, that was Ben.
4: There, but that was Ben Knight He's the national anthem singer for all the playoff games this year.
7: I mean, everybody was singing it. Everyone had their phones out. I had my kid on my shoulders, and my brothers walking me. It was just like, it was so cool, man. I mean, like, this whole week has just been honestly like surreal, right? Like you, it, and waiting for it to kick in. Like you wake up, and I'm watching the replay last night, and it's like, man, it's really happened. It's so cool, you know. It's just, um, I.
4: Oh, we lost Roscoe. There went his phone. All right, there's Roscoe. Uh, back in the day, Roscoe in New Berlin was his uh, call sign when he would call in uh, to the radio show. So Roscoe checking in from the parade. And again, that's what I want to hear. Him, his kids, Giannis Champagne shower, getting to watch Jennings to chug a beer or whatever else. And again, you know, look, it's your first championship. It's your first celebration. It's your first parade. You learn. So the next time you win this thing with Giannis, now you'll know, okay, I, I've got to have more speakers Push back farther and more ways to get the audio to work. I still think the easier thing would have would have been to put it at State Fair, put it on the infield, put all everybody that wanted to be inside, uh, inside. So you could be in the bleachers, you could be on the tracks surrounding it, uh, around the infield. You put the stage there. They host concerts there, for God's sakes. They they've got the sound equipment to make it work because that's what they do. That that would have made good sense. You could have probably put I don't know sixty thousand people probably inside the Milwaukee Mile if you filled up uh, the infield and everything else. I think that's the way to go. But then the problem is, well, that's in West Allis, and we're we're coming up, and we want the parade to end where the celebration is. So that that from that aspect, that makes it a little bit more difficult, obviously to have the celebration somewhere else, unless you have the celebration separate from the parade. So you do the parade during the day. It ends at Fiserv Forum. You know, they go inside, uh, they go in their cars, wherever else. And then, you know, later uh, is the celebration. You have like a nighttime celebration at State Fair. Concession stands open. You have autograph signings in the Expo building. You got uh, the celebration on the infield. Then maybe you have your national recording artist uh, after the players talk and have like a nighttime concert with fireworks and everything else over it. I think that is how you make it pop. That's how you make it work uh, at the end of the day. A Summer Fest works too, like in the amphitheater or something, but you still don't have the capacity to have everybody hear you uh, or to put everybody around it to hear you. the The best place to do it, again, I think, uh, would have been State Fair. And again, you know, hopefully they have another opportunity to this when they win their second one. Neil, leaving the parade. You're next on Sparky's midday Madness. What's up, Neil?
3: Yo, what's going on, fellas?
4: What's up, buddy? I think Do you're fu-
3: call! to you, Man, my voice is, uh, I'll be sure. My voice is almost gone for the last a fun couple of days, but, um, brought my wife down there. My, my son is a month old, um, five weeks old today. He was born of game six of the Brooklyn series. We had an awesome oh. Oh. time. He's a winner and he brought, he helped bring a <laughs> championship and, uh, he got to experience a little bit of the celebration today. Um, it was awesome. It was surreal. Yeah, there were some mic issues, all that stuff. But honestly, the Bucks won the championship, so who really cares?
4: Wait a second. Hold on. So he was born game six of the Nets series, you said? Yeah. So then you yeah. named your – you said it's a boy. So you named your boy Giannis or Drew or Chris? No, who, what did you name him? No, his name is
3: same. Um And uh, he's a lifelong he's a, he's a, a Bucks fan now. Like, that's just what it is so um that's yeah, awesome it was uh it was awesome got to bring him down there he's getting a little fussy right I now. i can hear him he honestly he slept through the entire thing yep it was kind
4: of crazy Yep. So. yeah that's how it goes man that is definitely how it goes no question been there so, done that neil thank you so much man i appreciate it i'm yeah, glad you were able to experience it. that you betcha absolutely man bucks in six let's go bucks in six there you go neil leaving the parade i that see you again man you have your kid on the night of, of one of these games in this playoff run in which they win an NBA title. Could you imagine those people, again, you'd have to be a Bucs fan, right? But if, if you have your kid on the night they win the NBA championship, that's the night that you have your son or daughter, you'll always kind of relate the two, one to the other. Now, there's no guarantee that your son or daughter will end up being a Bucks fan later in life. But it's something for you if you are a big-time Bucks fan like Neil. then you're always going to remember the night your kid was born in comparison to that, especially when it's been like 50, 60 years since they've won a title. I mean, that that's, that's the crazy part about it. I mean, 1971, that's the last time this team uh, were champions and, and now champions again. That's cool. I love these type of stories. I could take calls all day long just to hear from everybody and all their stories and how it relates to being at the parade and being a Bucks fan and being at the celebration. If y'all missed it earlier, Mike on the South Side, and you were at the parade, Mike on the South Side, who most of you know, or Notebook Mike, as Bart calls him or whatever. Sammy, did you you were here for that call. Mike on the South Side just broke down crying uh, on the radio. Just absolutely lost it over what the owners were talking about uh, on stage today first time i've ever heard mike cry on the radio it was uh it was pretty cool and, and, and again that's that's what this is all about right gary in the deer district you are next here on sparky's midday maddest hearing from everybody in the deer district everybody's at the parade dial it up 414-799-1250 what's up gary
8: hey so glad to be on the show i love your show thanks um quick shout out to mpd and law enforcement man they do a stellar professional job no
4: issues right didn't see stuff. any issues
8: Zero issues. Amazing. Uh, Real quick, though. So don't focus on the negative, man. This was great. I hear what you're saying about all the other stuff, but I think you're overthinking it. I think the families had a great time bringing their kids down during the day. There was no alcohol sales except in the restaurant. Really? Probably a good thing. Okay. Yeah, there was no tents, no nothing. Um, Again, probably a good thing. A lot of kids, a lot of parents wagons and chairs and all that stuff. The sound was horrible, just like it was for the... Trophy thing at the arena afterwards, but you know what? I ran through that parade route. I went to five different spots trying to see Giannis. Apparently, I was on the wrong side. <laughs> Didn't see him. Oh, a little sucks. disappointed. I got all the way to the beer district, saw the whole presentation, couldn't hear any of it. Didn't matter. Um, and then I finally saw Giannis pop up on the side, over by his brother as he was walking out. And I'll be honest with you: the first time I saw him, I started crying. Man,
4: you started crying.
8: I'm 47 years old. All these years waiting for this. And I finally saw him, like, not on the court. I was at the games, Right. And I just lost it. All that years of frustration, pent-up frustration, being let down, being a Milwaukee sports fan, never having a championship in my life. I was seven years old when the Brewers didn't win the World Series.
4: I was six, and I don't remember it at all.
8: Everything was great. Everything – I mean, it was the best it could be. I think they did the best job they could. I think it would have been too much if they did – if they overthought it and did too much. So, that said – uh, we're going to do it next year and maybe they'll take your after action review into account and uh, we'll have better sound and better location because uh, they're going to have a building and a
7: hotel there anyway
4: that's correct so gotta yes figure it out correct state fair so is the that's way to go it. yep all right thanks that's for the call you thanks bet you that. gary thanks for the call seriously i think i'm gonna sam i think what i'm going to do is i think i'm going to put down a whole i'm gonna write it all out my state fair idea for the for this next championship i'm gonna write it all out brewers can use it first brewers gonna Brewers can be right there in the World Series this year anyhow. So the Brewers can use the template. Brewers have nowhere to go, right? I mean, they're out in the Valley anyhow, so th- th- there's nowhere necessarily for them to go. For me, that that celebration idea at for Park, I'm writing it all down, I'm sending it to Schlesinger, and I'm sending it to Peter Fagan and going, here you go. Here's Here's the blueprint to make the whole thing work. Now, I don't know who the Brewers would get for their National Recording Act to sing necessarily after... Uh, their World Series championship, but Cheryl Crow obviously uh, is an easy one for the Milwaukee Bucks, and that's the way they want to go.
7: I don't know. I kind of disagree. I think with the Bucks, you have to do it in front of you know Pfizer Forum in the nah. Deer District. That's what it's all about. Could they have done it better? Absolutely. I mean, you, like you said, you could have maybe a little Cheryl Crow. Chance the Rapper is, you know, his content's pretty famous one. so you could have definitely done a couple songs there. I mean,
4: yeah, I'm with you. Maybe the Brewers do it at Summerfest too. That's another idea, so we'll see. Yeah, I, to me, it's all about State Fair because you have the whole amusement side for kids. You want to bring your kids or whatever else down there. You have all the concession stands. You have the actual buildings to do the autograph signings in if that's what you want to do there. For State Fair, you could have, like, the Bucks or Brewers cream puffs just for that night or whatever else, bring it back out. Wow. To me, it seems like a no, an absolute no-brainer. Now, how much would they charge you and all of the financials and all of that stuff, I don't know. But from the aspect of... Hearing them and everything working on the infield, I'm telling you, between the infield and bleachers, you could probably put about 60,000 people, would be my guess, off the top of my head, inside the Milwaukee Mile, which, again, isn't being used all that much, anyhow, at this point. Johnny, downtown, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Tell me all about the parade and the deer district, Johnny.
6: Hey, guys, thanks for having me. I listen to you all the time. First thanks. time caller. Um, I'm going to miss the Bucks coverage, but um, let me just say, I'm actually, I live out in Tosa. Um, I left at about quarter to 11. Um, got down there as quick as, I, quick as I could. I think I parked maybe seven blocks north of Fiserv. Um, walked down there. Made it just in time for the parade. Uh, unfortunately, I also missed the side Giannis was on, but everything was just surreal. Like, being in the presence of Fiserv and feeling the energy of the crowd, um, it was awesome. After, after I left, uh, I actually was driving down North Avenue, and Brandon Jennings was on top of a minivan, and I yelled at Bucks and Six at him, and he screamed it back at me. So coming full circle, it was just awesome. I mean, I was there. For the ground breaking, um, when Giannis was on stage years ago. Um, and just being I mean, being part of it, it's been awesome.
4: The whole Brandon Jennings thing, isn't this crazy? I mean, would you have thought when they were let Brandon Jennings go in that trade for Brandon Knight and Chris Middleton, that Brandon Jennings would ever be back in this like legend type form? I mean, because that's that's kind of what he's back in now. He's kind of almost like a, a Bucks legend just because of what he said, not necessarily because of what he did.
6: I totally agree with you. I mean, like, this is going to go down in history. Like, everyone, if, if people don't know who Brandon Jennings is now, they better figure it out because that guy is literally pro- prophecy fulfilled. Um, props to him for, you know, just starting the culture and uh, and the fans jumping on board with it. Yeah, it's
4: going to last a long time. No question about that. Thanks for the call. If you don't know who Brandon Jennings is, go on to YouTube. I'm sure they probably have, do they have the 55-point game on YouTube that he had against Golden State. I, I would think that's probably on YouTube, or it's got to be somewhere where you can watch it. Uh, yeah, he was unconscious. Man, I was so jacked up on that post game show after that. Because I, that, look, if, over the course of time, I've always had my guys in drafts that I've wanted, right? DiVincenzo, I wanted him, Bucks drafted him. So that was one of the guys that I wanted uh, and got my dream or wish come true. The Brandon Jennings pick was the other one that I really, really wanted because I'd seen him in the McDonald's All American game. Uh, with the kid-and-play haircut and the whole deal, trying to get the assist record right from the jump. Greg Monroe was in that game. There were a bunch of pretty good players that McDonald's All-American game that went on to have NBA careers, and the Bucks draft him, and I was like, oh, man, here we go. We got a playmaker. We got somebody who's got a little bit of a swag, got some show to him. This is going to be fun, and then he throws it with that 55-point game. I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. Watch out. This dude's going to be Unbelievable. Um, and, you know, it, it didn't end up as unbelievable maybe as everybody thought it was going to end up at the end of the day. Uh, but, yeah, Brandon Jennings definitely has his his fan club. And now this Bucks and Six thing, he's making a whole new fan club uh, because of bringing this back. And like I said before, Under Armour and him are completely clueless if they don't get back together and work on Bucks and Six uh, championship shoes. Every different style and color. Uh, that the Bucks have. He can make four, five, six different versions of them, Bucs in six shoes, and release them slowly throughout the NBA season uh, this upcoming season. It makes too much sense. Cecil, uh, who is at the parade, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Cecil? You there, Cecil? I have a good feeling that we're having phone issues down near the parade route in downtown Milwaukee. This is the third person now. Cecil, you there, buddy? All right, hold on a second. All right. I put Cecil back on hold. We'll take a quick out. We'll come back. If you're on hold, we'll get to you next. Don't go anywhere. I want to hear more stories of you from the parade, from the Deer District, from seeing the celebration, all up next. Sparky's Midday Madness. Welcome back in. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The Fan. See Sparky Piper with you. Sam Schmidt's doing a great job producing Other Side of the Glass. Rami coming up at 3 o'clock. He was down there uh, today. He called in earlier today to the Wendy's Big Show. So we'll see Rami's take on the parade and the celebration as he was a part of it. Uh, So looking forward to hearing from him. I want to hear from you as well. As I said earlier, Sam wasn't at the parade or the celebration. I wasn't there. So we have to kind of live through you, through what you experienced and what, what you went through. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan Let's Try Cecil again. He was at the parade. Cecil, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Cecil?
9: Um. Hi. I was at the parade, and we got there really early at around 7. Woo! Because we didn't, we didn't know how many people were there, so we thought that there would be, like, a lot of people there. Right. Um. So I think that one of the reasons why there weren't as many people for the parade part was because they had it like such a bad time,
4: kind of like in a weekday. Yep, that that uh is definitely part of it. I think there was a lot of fans, but you're right, there would have definitely have been a lot more uh had they had it obviously on a weekend. Uh, but I think most NBA teams have them during the week. I don't think a lot of these teams. Have them on the weekend. Uh, part of it might be crowd control or whatever. For the Bucks, it was they had to get Drew Holiday and Chris Milton on a plane to the Olympics because then they have to be quarantined with Devin Booker from the Suns, uh, and they all have to go on the same plane. So that probably was part of why they did it as quickly as they did, just two days later. But I don't think it's that much necessarily out of the norm. Cecil, Cecil, how old are you, buddy?
9: Um, I'm 13.
4: So you you're a big Bucks fan.
9: Oh, yeah, I have them my entire
4: life. All right, Cecil, how many of your friends are Big Bucks fans? Um, Literally, like,
9: all of them. And when we won the championship,
4: I cried. You did? Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. All right, good stuff, Cecil. Thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate you. Uh, 13 years old and crying at the Bucks winning a championship. Man. All right, let's go to... Let's go to Greg, leaving the Deer District. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Greg?
10: Hey, how you doing? Good. Hey, that, that, this is the greatest day, I mean, other than Wednesday, or other than Tuesday. You know, I just wanted to say, Sparky, I, I run into you because I live in Elk Creek. I run into you places, and, you know, you're very nice. You work, and every time it's always about the bucks, and we always share the pains and the tribulations, and I know you're almost as old as I'm 47, so uh, I know you're... Almost as old as me, so you. I'm 45.
4: 80s. We're right together. Yep.
10: Yeah. So you remember the 80s when we were good, but just not as good as the Celtics, and most times we're not as good as the Sixers. 90s, we'd always had to hope up with Todd Day, Lee Mayberry, and yep. whatever we'd have. uh Oh, we lost one. God, that was great. But then the collapse, and then man, just even think about it. Was that seven years ago? Like we, like maybe even Knicks. Five years ago, we didn't even know if the team was even going to stay. And now we have this. So I just wanted to commend you. Everybody's telling me how much I deserve it. I just wanted to call you and let you know, man, you've been down since day one. And congratulations, That's
4: hey, it I appreciate you, Greg. Thanks for the call. Congratulations to everybody, man, all Bucks fans, all people that work in the Bucks organization, uh, all the sponsors of the Bucks, everybody affiliated with the Bucks all the people that are owners of restaurants and bars and so forth that are in stores of that are benefiting uh, from all of this Bucks run, waiters, waitresses, bartenders, hopefully hopefully people are tipping you well, uh, that are benefiting from this run and having packed bars and restaurants. I mean, there are just so many people that are going to benefit or have benefited from this finals run. Yes, the players benefit, for sure. Yes, the owners benefit with all the merchandising and everything else that gets sold. You know, millions and millions and millions of dollars being made. I got some email here, and I don't know who this person is that sent me a random email. Um, just you know, so when you work uh, in media, you get these random emails. Hey, and they tell you something. Hey, yeah, and have this person on to promote this. And hey, how about this? And have this promotion person on to promote that. Right. So you get all this stuff. But this email here. I don't even know what I think it's rise at seven. I don't even know what the website that is, Uh, but this says the NBA could earn $1 billion from bucks jerseys as demand spikes by 2,530% across the country following a finals uh, win in just a matter of hours in the U S so that gives you an idea right there. As far as, you know, all these people buying bucks jerseys now and stuff after they won the championship, In how much, you know, the organization obviously is going to benefit from the money being brought in and the owners. So I get that, but there are so many of the ancillary people uh, that benefit uh, from it as well. No question. All right, let's go to Diddy, who is at the parade. Diddy, you're next uh, on Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. What's up, Diddy? Um, Yep, I was at the
9: parade. It was on Wisconsin Avenue right where it turns onto Water Street. Okay. Um, It was virtually filled deep-wise with people. Some with chairs had been there early. I arrived about quarter to 11, but I wasn't going with a group of people, so I could just sort of fit in. How far did you Um, walk? uh, I parked at the um, public market. Oh, okay. You know, so some of the other lots around there were already full, but people were quite, I mean, it was families and and individuals walking, and they must have come from uh, blocks even further south. Um, But it was quite... It was very interesting. I used to do circus parades that I'd attend, so knowing the crowd—I mean, the crowd size—you don't go all the way down Wisconsin Avenue to have as many people. But it still was great count, very, very mixed ages and groups, all types of people. I was near a group of 20s or 30-something. They had a like a boombox or a music that they started playing. Celebration. Nice. Played, we are the we are the champions. Um, and then there was some charting, uh, charting uh, six. Yep. You know. That they were doing that there were beach there were beach balls that were being blown around on, on both sides of the street and i could see around to water there was some green and white ones in that area so it was a lot of that going on um you'd hear ch- people cry, um, cheering and things and you think okay is a par- uh, parade gonna get here they probably started almost a half hour late uh, late but not like sometimes it is with a circus parade or something so but one of the things they could also do is put in Wireless speakers or something that they have along the parade route, so yes. they could really get the crowd going.
3: Yes, and then
9: having it go all the way there. Same thing they, I'm sure, because they just added the northern where they did the, um, the uh, program that was only added on a couple days ago. So, Correct. You know, so it's that was something and it may not. But like was brought
4: <laughs> up. I mean, you're going to have a hotel there, so. I mean, that, that's going to be gone. So this whole yeah. idea of where the next celebration is going to be in the next couple of years or however long it is before you know you get to another one, that land where the Bradley Center was, that's going to be filled. The land next right. to it where they held the celebration by McKinley, that's going to be filled. So mm-hmm. now when you start getting to a celebration, again, it's going to end up having to be Summerfest or State Fair, I think. I, I don't know where else you can go with it where you can hold a, a huge amount of people.
9: Yeah. Yeah, no, and that's some of the things you've been mentioning were great ideas. Then, uh, too, you know, you could possibly run the parade just up Wisconsin Avenue and getting it over to that area.
4: So, Correct. Yeah, Diddy, you know, thanks and... so much. Okay, you're welcome. Take care. Bye. There's Diddy, yeah. uh at the parade. And, again, she's got experience with the circus parades. Circus parades got busy with people wanting to watch those circus parades. That was a huge deal back in the day, huge. Uh, so, again, and I like – She was so descriptive. Like, I felt like I could kind of picture myself there on the sidewalk. That's a great idea. I hadn't thought about that. But, you know, playing the the music or whatever else as you're waiting for these guys to come through. uh, And then to add on top of it, you got the beach ball and all that other stuff. That's a great atmosphere. That is just a great atmosphere to be along uh, a parade route. Uh, Let's go to Zeke, who was at the parade earlier today. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. What's up, Zeke?
11: Hey, Sparky. Oh, man, I had a great day at that parade. I don't care what anybody says about couldn't hear nothing or play music or do something like that. I tell you what, I had three people flake out on me, but I said, I don't care, I'm going down there by myself. I went down there this morning, 8 a.m., walked from uh, Third Ward all the way down there, sat up against the light bulb for a while, then I sat on the curb and I watched it all happen. People started coming, right? More and more and more. Next thing you know, it's packed. Here comes the parade. It was all worth it. I didn't get to go to any games. I didn't get to go to the Deer District, but I wasn't going to miss this parade because I don't know when it's going to happen again. But let me touch on that state fair business that you're talking about. No way. These billionaires, they came to town a couple of years ago. They said, we're going, to build, we're going to build this this monstrosity for you people, whether you like it or not, and we're going to bring a championship to this town. And lo and behold, what did they do? They, they bring the championship to, to this town, man, and it's happened today. And they built that entire monstrosity for today and for future championships not the state barrier why would you hold a beautiful championship you you know they got a cadillac for that you don't want to throw it in the back of a pickup zeke zeke listen to me
4: zeke listen those I'm two, sorry, gotta, those.
11: Tone down. I'm still high on this parade. No, man. that's
4: fine. But Zeke, just think about this though. Like I just said, that that plot of land where you held the celebration is going to have a hotel on it, so that's not going to be available. The Bradley Center plot of land that's probably going to have another hotel on it. That's not going to be available. So these where guys, are you going to put all of these, these people,
11: guys? These billionaires and their big eagles. They'll probably tear something down it, <laughs> and build do something else, man. Man, I love I love the Bucks. I love Milwaukee. It's a great day, man. I'm not. I'm not stopping
4: the celebration until next week, man. That's awesome. Take care, Zeke. Yeah, no question. We running. We'll be running Bucks championship uh, stuff and your reactions and all of that stuff throughout the weekend for sure. This will go all the way through Sunday, and then probably get more into Brewers and Packers as Packers training camp starts next week or whatever. But yeah, absolutely celebrate this Bucks championship, man. You are the defending champions until at least next April or May. You know, if and when the Bucs get knocked out of the playoffs next year, okay, and then the run's over. But till that point, defending champions, you're going to have a regular season game, uh, probably the home opener would be my guess, but you're going to have a regular season game where it's going to be the ring ceremony, and you're going to get uh, to watch these players get their championship rings and see the banner raise that night at Pfizer Forum. Like, there's still another great night coming uh, to celebrate uh, what just happened for the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's go to Lando leaving the parade. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Lando?
12: Sparky, man, what's happening, man? What a day, man. What a day.
4: So how early did you get down there?
12: Uh, we got out there about 8 o'clock in the morning uh, with my fiance and my firstborn. Uh, 17 months. Um, unbelievable. That's all I can say. Um, it's it's kind of like walking on air. Uh still kind of seem unreal. Like We actually got the witness uh A victory parade. Uh, It was. It was was something else.
4: So, when you were there, did you walk down to the Deer District then to try and catch that, or did you end up just saying, "Ah, we're good. We'll listen to that on the radio, or whatever, and get out of here"?
12: No, we walked down to the Deer District. Um, You know, it was. It was. was, You know, a heck of a lot of people. No, but you know what? It was just a just the energy and the vibe was just so positive, man. It was. You know, it was. It was. It was was great to be a part of. Uh, Even though it was a lot of people, we still you know, managed to get through. Um, I hear a lot of the cons, you know, kind of going on. But, you know, you have to understand, you know, when you when you, <laughs> – I'm 37 years old. Um, I've been a Bucks fan, you know, um, all my life pretty much. And to be able to witness this, you know, I, I could care less with any cons or you couldn't hear anything or, or, or whatnot. You know, this is just such a special moment, you know, for the city just to come together like this, you know, is unbelievable, man. So, you know, and Sparky, I just want to tell you too, man, you know, you – I've listened to you for years, man, and to hear you kind of just ride with the bucks, you know, thick and thin, man. You know, I really have to give you your props too, you know, so I can only imagine how you're feeling also. So.
4: Yeah, it's it was, it's awesome. No question yeah. about it. Thanks for the call. And, you know, it's funny. Some listener brought up earlier. I didn't go to any of the playoff games or I didn't go to the Deer District. Neither did I. I wasn't there either. I'm traveling around with youth baseball and everything else and then post-game shows here. So I didn't get to any of it myself. Obviously, didn't get down to the Deer District or the parade because we had the Benny's, Wendy's Big Show today. Uh, during all of it, so I kind of wasn't a part of any of it, um, but it's it's still cool, you know. Even if you weren't part of it, um, to still kind of be part of it by watching it on TV and and so forth. And for me personally, you know, doing doing a post game show after NBA finals games. Come on, man! I didn't think that would ever happen. Uh, doing a post game show after a, a team clinches an NBA championship. <laughs> no chance. I mean, I'll never forget that. I mean. That that To me, that's what it's all about. And, and dealing and talking with all of you and all the emotions that are running through you and all the different family moments that you're having uh, through all of this. That, to me, is that's the best. If I wasn't working here, right, at 1250 I AM, the fan, and been here since we started in 2005. If I wasn't working here, and let's say I was just doing something else. Let's say I was selling cars like Joe's and Zola now, I'd still be listening to all this. I would. Whoever was in here, if Dan Plucker was hosting instead of me and I I was out of radio, I'd be listening to every one of you call in and share your stories and everything else. Because this is what it's all about, man. This is what it's all about. Let's go to Chris leaving the parade. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Chris?
10: Sparky, we're NBA champions! Yes, sir! Yes, sir. Today was amazing. PJ Tucker was... So lit! That guy was bobbleheading on the stage. You had Brandon Jennings, Michael Redd, Marcus Johnson. You had Herb Cole leading off the parade. It was is it was unbelievable, unbelievable.
4: Yeah, unbelievable is right. I I totally agree with you on uh, on that assessment of it being unbelievable. You know, the other part of this too is I had thought they had said, or Peter Fagan had said. Uh, that they were working on getting different players back uh, from Bucks history and so forth, because I had brought up the '71 team uh, and them being involved. I obviously wasn't there. Did you see anybody from the '71 team in this parade? No, McLaughlin, I didn't Lou Cinder, nope. Oscar, nope. anybody?
10: No, I didn't see any of that. Man, Arky, I gotta, I gotta disagree with you. We gotta host this at the Pfizer whenever it goes down.
4: It's not big enough.
10: Yes it is. You got to block off the streets and put the stage in the middle of the street.
4: Stage in the middle of the
10: street. The, 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 the audio the audio was bad. That's the only knock. No, no, no hold on, back. hold on.
4: Go back to what you said. Hold on. Let, let I want to talk this out and and see if I can envision what you're saying. So you're saying you're going to put the stage like in the yeah. middle of the like in the plaza, right? Let's shut down Milwaukee. This is what it's about. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm fine shutting down Milwaukee. I'm just trying to figure out how you're gonna get sixty thousand people there when there's hotels on those empty plots of land. That's all. Yeah. It just doesn't even matter. We don't have to talk about this until we get to the next NBA championship, to be honest with you.
10: Yeah, that's the truth. Let's just celebrate this yes, one, man. Right, Let's exactly. Let's celebrate this one. Thank you for everything you do, Sparky. Love listening to you
4: guys. Awesome, Chris. Thanks for uh, checking in as well. Appreciate you. Uh, Remy McElough, uh in studio. We're going to check in with him uh, coming up here in just a little bit because he was down there uh, during all of the festivities. And also, don't forget, if you didn't hear us on the big show, uh, Bucks Championship celebration with Wendy's continues tomorrow. They have a free Frosty Friday tomorrow at Wendy's. It's true. All day tomorrow, get your free championship Frosty at Wendy's and tweet us your photos at Big Show Network. When the Bucks win, you win at Wendy's. So, again, all day tomorrow, free Frosty's at Wendy's. Uh, no purchase necessary, participating Wisconsin Wendy's. Take advantage of that. Let's go to Damon leaving the parade. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Damon?
10: Hey,
2: what's going on, y'all? All right, so tell me, what was it like? Uh, it was it was it was crunk down there, man. I I was a couple. I was trying to find my brother. I was a couple feet uh, away from him. There, deep. threw a beer, bro. Chugged it. Forbes got me all wet with the champagne, man. My daughter then was down there. It was it, it was cold, bro.
4: See that that sounds cool. How old's your daughter? Uh, she's seven.
2: I, I I hope I hope she I hope she gets another chance, but she was so excited. So
4: So are people down there too, were people down there taking selfies as like Giannis's float is, or truck is going by or Jennings or any of that?
2: Yeah, I was right in front of um I seen like Herb Cole come Nice. And, uh, Marcus Johnson. I seen seen everybody, I seen Forbes and everybody. They were like really like close close. I had Giannis signed jersey on and everything, my hat, I'm good. I'm
4: Right. Wait 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 wait! Right. You had what were you wearing?
2: Uh, I got a the Gathering Place jersey, like this, our city colors uh-huh. uh, jersey. The Giannis and his um um sign in the back by Giannis. You so,
4: you so. were wearing a? Are you out of your mind? Why in the world are you wearing a you signed Giannis I saw, jersey? I, out?
13: I saw this dude. You saw this I saw, guy? I saw this dude. You saw? I saw it. Yeah, I saw you, you saw. Come on, yeah, on the back of your jersey, right? Yeah, the yes, the sir. the back. Yep. Of, yeah, I saw you out there. You, you, that, that's I. I mean, if you're gonna wear a signed jersey, you wear it for this. Well, yeah. I guess you I mean, don't wear I, I, that out in public, normally, do you?
2: No, no, sir. I only wore it for game. uh, uh game. Um, game five was on my birthday on the fourteenth or whatever. I was down. I, I was out of town, and I wore it today. So
4: I'm telling you right now, if I wore that thing out and I had one of those, and somebody spilled something on it, oh my god! Oh, oh yeah. my I'm, god!
2: I'm, I'm, um, um, I got it off now. I'm on my
4: way home. Good, good. Yeah, on. go, yeah, go. Put it away. Yes, Demond. Thank you. I'm stressed you. out just thinking of you wearing it around there. Thanks for the call. Oh my God, like I would lose my mind. Mo- oh no, I could do that. You know who Ooh. I ran into out there? You're like wearing a LeB- Leroy Butler signed jersey in public. There's no way I'm doing that. You know who I ran
13: into out there? Speaking of people I saw. The, the Bucks Lus guy. No, no, no. Other than him, well, I know you ran into him. Our guy Justin in North Carolina. Yes, he told me that. Oh, he, he, he called in. He called into oh, the good. Big Show. Yeah, he. I called was so in. happy to see that dude, man. Yeah, he called into the Big Show. and Said he just ran into you. Yeah, he was. St- I I knew it was a listener. I knew it was a fan. They were like standing off to the side while I was talking to you guys on the air on right. the Big Show. But he had his mask on. I didn't recognize him. Sure. And then after I got off, he came up. Pulled his mask down and he introduced, stopped. and I was so happy to see that dude, man. That was he awesome. flew
4: back for this. I know.
13: He told me. Because he was in North Carolina when I talked to him when they won it. There was another dude who tweeted, Bart and I, he was at the uh, the big bucks sign that people take pictures with right outside the 5 Star sure. forum, the big block letters, yep. and he said, Rami, Bart, where are you guys at? I want to take a picture. And I ran right over there and got a picture with him. Good he, for you. He told me he he drove seven hours to come for this. From dude. where? I, I I it was it was a, it was a quick it was a quick meeting. I don't I don't remember where he said he he came from, but he said he drove seven hours to be here. Let me find his handle. So that
4: is a long
13: way. Yeah, dude. Yeah, my butt. Did I tell you about my buddy who moved to L.A. three weeks ago? And the hopped comic. The, yeah, hopped right back on a plane to come back here and celebrate the Bucks championship with us on Tuesday the night.
4: Comic money must be good in L.A. No,
13: he does. He has a day job.
4: Oh. <laughs> Here I thought, wow, there's hope for Robbie. Monty's not three weeks later. He's not going He has a day job. He has oh. a good day job. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. We still want to hear from you, obviously. If you're leaving the parade, leaving the celebration, tell us your experience. Tell us what it was all about. Uh, share it with us. Uh, let's go to Jose. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Jose? How was your experience? Tell oh, Jose, Hello. turn your radio down, please. Can you hear me? Yeah, turn your radio down so everybody else yep. can hear you. Thank you. Okay. It down right now. Oh, go ahead, Jose. What's up?
7: Man, uh, I just want to say hi, how are you doing? Uh this is an amazing experience. I never thought I'll be able to witness something this in my lifetime. I'm thirty-four years old and I was down there with my son. He just turned nine this year, and he was able to experience it too. That's what it's all about. Family, friends, fans that's been there for a lifetime. It was this awesome experience.
4: I, I got a question for you. I didn't ask anybody yep. else yet. Were there as many purple jerseys as there were green jerseys walking around? Because on TV, I swear to God, it felt like it was even when Gary Leroy and I were watching it on TV.
10: Yeah, there was a fair amount, man. That
7: was awesome to see because then you know who you know who's you know, who've been fans for the longest. So it, it, it was awesome to see. It was <sighs> awesome to see.
4: You know, that's a, I didn't thought about it from that perspective. So you're kind of like, hey, man, yeah, this guy's been around a while. He went through the hard times. He knows what this is all about, type he, deal.
7: Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I thought when I seen it. Who knows? Yeah. But that's what I, that's a, I saw a big dog jersey, man. It was awesome. Ray Allen jersey, it was yep. a Sam Cassell jersey. I even seen. It was pretty cool to see.
4: That's awesome. All right, thanks for the call. Again, I talked about this the other day. For everybody that complained about those purple jerseys, y'all sure do wear them a lot. Sure do wear them a lot. Just saying. Everybody that did like them, y'all are out there wrapping them hard now. A lot of people still wearing those purple jerseys. Good for you. That's, that's good stuff. All right, let's go to Doug on the north side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. All right, Doug, tell me all about the parade, the celebration. Tell me about your experience.
14: Well, I wasn't actually at the parade, but I just wanted to call uh, and comment on something you've been talking about the last couple of days about sure. uh, not wanting to make the championship about you and stuff uh yeah, yeah, I think you forget about like uh where we were like man ten, fifteen years ago, where nobody on the radio or anybody was really talking about bucks you were the only guy really talking about the team, so yeah. a lot of a lot of people listeners I mean, I used to call a lot into the post game show, but uh yeah, you were the, pretty much the, the main guy in the Milwaukee market that talked bucks I mean it was either you or Belling uh, nobody else really. Everybody else pretty much is focused on Packers.
4: Yeah, Belling—he's a Marquette. Belling's a season ticket holder for the Brewers and the Bucks, so he, and, you know, he's got his connections on both sides of that that aisle too. So he's he's a he's a very emotional fan as well.
10: Yes, yeah, so people are
14: happy for you, Sparky, and just like if the Brewers win, they'll be happy for Tim Allen. Yes, you he ought to be, be happy for Tim. For yeah,
4: so Tim's gonna cry on the radio that night. That poll's game yeah. show. I I can I can guarantee you, Tim Allen will cry on the radio. Uh, If they win a World Series, Uh, that is going to be amazing. Doug, thanks for the call. Yes. I think everybody's in that boat. Everybody will think of Tim Allen if and when uh, this Brewers team wins a World Series. I don't think there's any doubt about that whatsoever. And, yeah, he does an amazing job with that postgame show. And speaking of, don't forget, he's on after every game this week at first place Brewers, first place White Sox, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, hearing there's going to be a bunch of White Sox fans in the house uh, for this series, more than likely, Lawrence Holmes of the score will be on the Wendy's Big Show tomorrow at 10.30, uh, 10.35. Tim Allen will be on at 11.35 tomorrow uh, on the Wendy's Big Show. So uh, still so talk some bucks tomorrow, but we're also going to start talking some more Brewers baseball as well as they are in first place uh, after all. All right, coming up, we'll continue to take more of your calls. Rami McLeod will join me as well find out what's going on. Rami's show coming up at 3 o'clock. Here on The Fan, let me tell you about my friends over at Young Express, the company we talk about so much, continuing to grow. It's like to be a part of a Christian-based family-run company. How about a company that's been in business over 30 years? Well, of course you would. They currently are looking to add company straight truck drivers. You've heard me talk about what a great company this is to work for. Now go and apply online. This is what they're looking for. Minimum one-year continuous straight truck driving experience, familiarity with DOT regulations, clean background and driving record. What you can expect. 40 to 55 hours per week, Monday through Friday, 99% no-touch freight, all dock-to-dock, no home deliveries, health insurance, 401k with company match and profit sharing, no truck jumping, plus you get a new truck every four years, and personal days and vacation days. Apply online today with my guy John Young and his crew, YoungExpress.com, that's J-U-N-G Express.com, YoungExpress. Success drives them. It is the <laughs> Sparky <laughs> Midday Madness program. Steve Sparky fired for Rami Makloff laughing at the Bart Winkler promo that he just heard. If you missed it, I'm playing it again for you the next break. Uh, Robbie well show, show. Well done, friend. Robbie Show coming up uh, here at, uh, well, like five minutes or so. But we Whenever. have to get a couple more calls here and then uh, we'll let Rami talk. Teddy and Waukesha, you are next here on Sparky's Midday Madness along with Rami Makloff. What's up, Teddy?
14: Hey, what up, Spark? Um, Sparky, it's about you, man. I just—I don't think Sam said you've been professional and you've been cool as a cucumber. And uh, I just want to know what your moments are about. You know what? Are, are you have you done a Ric Flair yet? Have you done a Woo? Have you?
4: Oh yeah. You, Go back I mean, and listen I'm, to the post game shows. You can hear me yelling at the beginning of every post game show.
14: I know, and I'm so thankful for you, Steve. I yep. mean, you—you've been through the, the thick and the thin. Yep. And. All your post games, all of you done, man, starting the radio, you, you know, more than anybody, I don't, I I, I mean, we know we say we're, we're thankful and you appreciate it, but I don't think we have relished this and cherished this as much as Steve Sparky mm-hmm. Fiverr. Uh, and I'm just so thankful to you guys, thank you for letting me on the radio, Romney, uh, Tim Allen, Bart, uh, Let's get together. I've been seeing you guys. We don't know each other, you right. know, and this is what it's like. And we'll meet each other. Uh, I, I know I'm going to the golf outing uh, this fall, and I will meet you. Well, that, but I'm, I wanna,
4: I'm not sure. I'm going to meet
14: I'm, you guys, yeah. man. I want to get you dinner at Fort Bates.
4: Oh, well, fourth base. Box, now they so got some are- good food over at mm-hmm. fourth base. Now, yeah, you don't mm-hmm. gotta twist my arm on fourth base. Fourth base got some yeah, good food. Let's,
3: uh,
14: let's 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 make it happen, yeah. man. And the Bucks made it happen. And I was down there. I was in front of the St. Kate Hotel in front of the ESPN booth. Yep. Um, and uh, it was amazing, man. I my best moment besides being with my girlfriend, my lady, five plus years. Uh, my best moment was seeing Marcus. Yeah, right in front of him as they rolled by in that Jeep, and I just yelled, Mar- "Marcus." And he looked at me, and he said, I said, I screamed, I said, if not now, then when? Because I speak for us, for us people, that we need more goodness. And we need to seek the good, find the good, and be people of good, and fight the good fight. And uh, that's what it's truly about. And hopefully this can settle the storms and settle Milwaukee down for a while. And we can embrace each other. The most, One of the most segregated cities in the country, if not the world, and we really need to come together as people. In moments like this, you know, once in a lifetime, we need more of it as people. And we need to be good people. And we need to cherish it and relish it, embrace it, and be good people and have, have more fun and laughter and joy. You know, and be more connected.
4: Teddy, I agree and with you. All Teddy, I agree this matters, I don't want I don't all, want all this matters. I, I totally Congrats, agree with guys. you. I, I gotta let yeah. you roll. Thanks for the have call. Right, you betcha. Take bet care. You, take care. Peace. Go Bucks. You betcha. You. Yeah, he's right on everything he said. Like I I don't disagree with a single word that he said as far as bringing this community together, all you know, kind of pulling in the same direction and coming together as one. And sports does that and brings it together. And that was cool seeing Marcus Johnson in that flow. I gotta say that was pretty cool. I think Ted Davis should have been there. Was Ted Davis there? Does anybody know? Was Ted Davis a part of that parade? Did anybody see Ted Davis I, I ran, on a truck?
13: I came across Ted Davis, not at not at the parade. He was doing a show for Right. Another, another radio station. station. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't
4: care. Yeah. Doesn't matter to me. But so he was there, but he wasn't then he probably wasn't in the parade.
13: I guess not, no. See that's again.
4: I complained already at the beginning of the show about how this whole thing went. I'm not gonna continue to complain, but that's if he wasn't in the parade, that's ridiculous. He's been your play-by-play announcer for 20 years or however long it's been now, and he's not a part of the parade? He's not on a truck? Like, I, how was that? Did did the... Uh, that did, doesn't make any sense. I mean, did. I know why Paschke can't be. Fine. I, okay, fine. Marcus Johnson was, as he should have been. Novak was stuck doing baleys. I love that Brandon Jennings was
13: there. Yeah, was Novak
4: Novak was stuck doing baleys. Fine. Zora Stevenson, part of that TV crew, she got to be up on stage and MC the whole thing, which was fine. I thought she did a great job. But whatever. Okay. What were you going to say?
13: Did was the TV uh still covering it? Were they still rolling the cameras when Brandon Jennings after the rally is over wouldn't grab the microphone? Yeah, and,
4: Joe Brown had a mic, he had a mic. That was amazing. But do you that was the, my favorite part of the, the whole thing? The anchors were talking over the top of it. We oh, had, no.
13: Yeah. That well, was my favorite part the of the channel, whole thing. The like, channel you, we had on. You were talking about how it was like it was it was a little bit like calm and subdued, except for except for a couple guys. I think those guys are just tired, man. Ortiz and Tucker. They've been celebrating Anthony this Nasus, championship for a long you time. You couldn't
4: hear him because he was struck stuck in the truck because of COVID.
13: Brandon Jennings was hot. Dude, Brandon yeah, was. Brandon Jennings was hyped. That dude, that was, that was my, that. And when Giannis, I have a great picture of it. I just tweeted it at Rami is tweeting when Giannis set the two trophies down in yeah. front of him and just stood there and looked at him for a second and just took the moment in. Those were my two favorite moments of this thing today. It was, it was, it was so cool out there, man. It was amazing.
4: That caller is you right. Saw, did you see Jennings chug the beer on the parade route? I did not. No, yeah. Oh I yeah. Chugged I chugged a beer that. in the back
13: of his truck on the parade route at one I w- point. I was gonna try and catch the parade. I was gonna try and like sort of weave through the streets of Milwaukee and catch the parade at different spots, you know. And then I got a really good spot for the rally, and I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna plant myself right here. I don't want to lose my spot. So we stayed right there, and man, that was, that was, that was so cool out there today, man. It was really, really cool. That was a, that was a fun time.
4: Good. Glad you enjoyed yourself. Let's go to John leaving the parade. You're taking, next. It's
13: 301. You're still Let's, taking calls on the Sparky show? Two more. I mean, John. They, can, they can come on the Rami show if they want. <sighs> All right.
4: John leaving the parade. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, John?
11: Hey, how's it going? Thank you, Sparky, for taking my call. Sure. Congratulations, Milwaukee Bucks. No question. Uh, I just kind of wanted to touch on a couple of the other callers when they talked about the unity, the parody, the togetherness. I mean, it just it gives you goosebumps standing in that crowd with all those people. Uh, my funny story, because you, you guys just touched on it, with Brandon Jennings chugging that beer. So somebody threw Brandon the beer. He ripped off his shirt. He chugged it. The parade kind of moved along. Well, Marcus Johnson was kind of like right behind him. So Marcus rips his shirt off, and he chugs a bottle of water, and everybody just went <laughs> <up>. <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> it <was> so cool. <laughs> that
4: is awesome. That yeah. is so funny. Oh my that God. Was right
11: at the be- yeah, that was right at the beginning, probably right around where Van Buren and Wisconsin meet. So <laughs> I just wanted that- to throw that out there. You guys touched on it, and I was like, yeah, man. I saw that. That was so
4: cool well, that means then that Jennings chugged two beers at least. Because oh, the no one problem. I saw on TV, he was wearing a black shirt, chugged it, and then threw the the can down on the ground. He did not have his shirt off. So the one that happened on the beginning and then the Marcus Johnson one with the water, neither one of those made the TV that I was watching.
11: Oh, yeah. I was a tall boy, too. Miller,
4: maybe. Man, that's good stuff. <laughs> See, they should just, well. John, thanks yeah, for the call. Appreciate, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, guys. Yep.
10: Bye.
4: See, I said that earlier. Knowing now how this whole thing played out. It might have been better to let the politicians talk, which, again, yeah, that always works out. I well, they but they they talked, and I said on there to Gary and Leroy, like, do we really need to hear from these three? Uh, but but Lori said, "Oh yeah, you got to have." Them. Okay, fine. So those three talk, then maybe it should have been Jennings, and then everybody else. So he's kind of like your hype man for the show, your opening act. Here we go, here we go, we'll get everybody jacked up. And then go from think, there.
13: I don't think they planned on Brandon Jennings speaking. I think Brandon Jennings. They did Jennings, it. I think it was Brandon, after. Yeah, Brandon Jennings just took it upon somebody himself. Somebody told me. Somebody called in and said that Giannis was waving to Red and Jennings to get up on stage. Is that who he was waving at? Yeah. I, knew, I could see him waving at somebody. Well, by that's the way. people did, were thinking he was waving to. Did the TV too. cameras catch the last great play by Giannis Attentacumpo of the 2021 season when Liam was crawling towards the front of the stage, like eerily close no. to the front of the stage, and Giannis ran up and grabbed him? And really? Him, yes.
2: Oh,
4: no. Yes. Oh no, that's scary! Oh no, coming from a parent, that's not good at that it was, age.
13: It was amazing! It was amazing. He just swooped right in, one hand, just yep. swooped him, just swooped right in, grabbed him up. Good for you, Yoda. that—that would have been horrible. Oh my god, could you
4: imagine the stories off of that one? If that would have happened, oh my god. Louis and Franklin, you're gonna be the last one on Sparky's Midday Madness before Romney gets into his show at some point. What's
15: up? I, I think it's, uh, what is it, Spromy? We could call it Spromy. yeah, it's Spromy.
13: It's show, yeah. yeah.
15: Yeah, so just, uh, I wasn't at the parade, but I think both of you know, I, I've been listening since you've been at the station. Long time. You know, back in the day when, when Sparky would leave a press conference and his peers would look at him and, can you believe he asked that question in this market?
4: <laughs> yeah, you sat yeah, Those,
15: kind, those <laughs> yep. kind of things. And, and Rami, when you were outside the station, you know, Popping heaters and, and having a good time when you first started, and you weren't even on the air yet.
4: Yeah, that's so, it. You got this, us all this, pegged pretty much. You've done a good job, least summing up our last this, 16 this years is, together.
15: Uh, oh, good. The game. is. Yeah, on. this is, um, you know, this I've, I've been out, so I haven't been able to call this week, but, you know, this is for guys like you. I could only imagine if my job was every day to come on, you know, to go to work and, and tell everybody at the company how terrible we are uh, to buy, finally be able to tell everybody how great we are. You know, this is why guys like me are critical of, of, of players and moments because uh, we just saw what an all-time player should do in a moment. And so, you know, as, as rough as we are and as many times we get upset, you cut us off early. We, we don't appreciate how many times you've let us stay on and run long. You know, congratulations to you guys, the city of Milwaukee. Let's figure out how we get the next one and and move forward so congrats guys and thank you for all you've done for all of us fans and, and providing a a platform to agree and disagree with you it's been an amazing journey and we and a lot of us can't wait for it to continue so congrats i'll leave you with that
4: i, I appreciate it lou that's uh that call means a lot obviously he's been around a long time He appreciate pretty you, much lou. thank like, you man thank like the beginning part i mean he did he say anything wrong? I'm no,
13: not. he's 100% right. I don't
4: think he really said anything wrong. Yeah, somebody of, just tweeted
13: the, the video at us of Marcus Johnson ripping off his shirt. Man, I hope I'm, I'm in as good a shape as Marcus Johnson without Marcus Johnson's age. I'm yeah. not in that good of a shape now, so there's some... Re-
4: well, you still can't dunk a basketball either, and he can. But he's a lot yeah, taller than me. It.
13: That's not fair. That's what? not fair. Marcus Johnson is a lot taller than me. Oh, so now you think it matters how tall somebody is? You, to dunk a basketball? Yes, we're it make, absolutely matters. We're making excuses.
4: We're making excuses. You yeah, just history. can't dunk a basketball. I tried. It's
13: okay. I can't dunk a basketball either. Like
4: it don't matter. Can gra- Sam, can you dunk a basketball? I was
13: grazing rim. I can for get the rim. Minute. That's about it. See,
4: look, look how tall he is. He can't get up either.
13: I was grazing well- rim for a minute. You
4: were grazing the I was rim. Do rim you believe minute. he was
13: grazing I was rim? Was grazing rim, I'm telling you. I was I, I grazing. Could, well, rim. what at what time were you grazing the rim? It was right it was right after I lost the weight. Sparky knows. Uh, 135 I, down. I I, believe it. I I I like I made my next goal like I'm going to dunk a basketball because yep. I got to 135 oh, by like, yeah you setting about that. setting goal you know, setting goal posts and hitting them along the way. So I was like I'm going to dunk a basketball and then I asked Tim Grover if I should dunk a basketball trainer to Michael Jordan oh, that Kobe was Bryant and the stars. And this is a dude who literally said you haven't failed until you quit. And he was like, yeah, you should probably quit. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> that was on the radio, too, when he did it. And Robbie was so deflated. I am just like, really? You was, really think I should quit? I was like, I'm grazing rib, dude. I should quit now? All right. Yeah, you're done. What's coming up on your show uh, coming up on the show today sparky i just want to know does it feel real yet does it feel real yet that the bucks yeah. are champions it I does i'm so. waiting for the bruce
4: world series parade because out,
13: out at the out at the parade and the rally today that was the. Th- i told you the night they won i kept on hearing people say this doesn't feel real is this real this yeah. seems unreal for sure I was at, today i was at the parade and the rally and still i was there with a bunch of bucks fans obviously surrounded by bucks fans and i kept hearing is this real? This doesn't feel real. This is surreal. This is unreal. Is this real? So I just want to know, does it does it feel real yet? Or when will it set in? We're gonna hear from you know some of the players who spoke at the rally today, my accounts of the rally today. I wanna to hear from people who are out there at the parade and the rally, just celebrate a Bucks championship for another day on the Rami show. And in the four o'clock hour, is there anybody on the Bucks you owe an apology to? Anyone on the Bucks or in the Bucs organization? That you owe an apology to, and you want to get it off your chest today on the Rami show. Now that they're champions, and uh, no, I, told- I
4: don't. I don't think so. I
13: think I'm good. not one person. Not one person, Sparky.
10: Uh
4: yeah, no, no.
13: Do I owe an apology to somebody? No who? one. Who? Maybe, maybe I'm a guy say- that looks like
4: Bart Winkler. Bud, for what? What am I going to apologize to Bud for? I mean, for
13: what? Did you? Did you? Did you think you? Was- I never asked him for him to be fired. You, did you okay? You didn't. Nope. ever? Did you ever think he was the coach who was I gonna said, lead him to a championship? Uh no. Okay. No. Then you owe him an apology. For what? I go. didn't say. For doubting the man. Oh. For doubting oh. the man. Okay. For doubting five. the man. You're right. You're right. See, that's all.
4: I, I apologize to Mike Boonholzer for realizing now that players can overcome their coach. Wow. There. Wow. Feel better. Wow. That work out. See. Did you that, see, was that better? see what kind of dude that, this is? Did that work better? I told Sam this week. Well, <laughs> we won a championship, and he's still hitting them. I know. Plus, so there's dude, that. Did too. you
13: see somebody was out Horrible. there with a fire coach bud sign, like cl- no! close to the stage? No, I would never do that. Somebody tweeted a picture no. of it at me, like, close to the stage. No, I would somebody, definitely. Somebody, not like do a that. professionally made fire coach buds. This wasn't something they just scribbled onto a piece no, of poster board that. with a sharpie. No. This, they wouldn't he's got this get, thing printed. Listen, he's getting an extension, y'all. Like,
4: I hope you understand. Now, how long is it going to be? I don't know. But Lazarus has got to give him an extension. He can't let him go into a lame duck year. So three-year extension, I, there's no way it's fine.
13: Look at this. But They, they too- had that thing printed and put on sticks so they could hold it up. Fire coach Bud, like right there, right there in that man's face after he just won a championship. That's bogus, dude. Just celebrate the championship. So, and enjoy what it. happened then? So,
4: were like people cheering him when he raised it? Were people booing him, telling him to put it down? Like, was there any reaction?
13: I, I, I didn't I didn't see it out there. I was too focused on the stage. Somebody tweeted the picture of it to me after. They might have actually pulled it down. Somebody like security or something might have might pulled have it down it before, I, him, right. before I even got there. I don't know. Wow. But wow. Dude, I never would have done that. That's bogus, no. dude. Let's celebrate this thing. No, look, he's got
4: to get an extension. They did make adjustments. They took away the corner three from, from Phoenix in that series. Like, you have to give him. Them- you have to give him credit for that. Uh, the boneheaded first move that he made in game one of that series, having Brooke Lopez and Chris Paul waiting and hoping that they went and ran a pick and roll, then he would look smart. That was moronic, but he went away from that after a game and a half. I mean, so he made adjustments. He does deserve credit for this team winning a and, championship. And he
13: deserves an apology from Steve Sparky Fife, a legitimate one. A legitimate one for doubting him, for thinking he wasn't the coach to lead this team to a championship. One
4: second, has your opinion of Ned Yost changed because he won a championship with the Royals?
13: That's, that's irrelevant to the Brewers. That's no, ir- but he won a World Series. He's still Ned. That would, means, you, would you trust that means, Ned that means to he, coach your team? That means he was the right manager for the Royals. No. Josh so not Verner, for the Brewers necessarily, no. but for the Royals. Talking to Josh Vernier,
4: 6'10 Sports in Kansas City. That man said Sparky. He's not even close to being the same as he was in Milwaukee. said he learned a lot. Okay, good. So he, changed. good. he changed. You should change. You should and change I and think, learn and grow. And I think Bud changed throughout the playoffs too. There you go. Absolutely. Now, we'll see if it holds over to next year, but...
13: Yeah, but like I said, he's getting extension. He's not getting fired. No chance. Anyways, and it's it's gonna be fine. I told Sam this week I want to talk to like experts on the Bucs. I want to talk to people in the media who cover the Bucks, who, but who are yes, also you. But who are no, but who are also huge Bucks fan besides me. Yes, oh. me. But who are like earlier this week we talked with Craig Kishon, who like he wears and he wears a suit. He's always like cool yep. and calm, but and I I pulled a little bit out of him, Sparky. There's like there's like a dead diehard passionate Wisconsin Cute. sports fan. In Craig Kashan.
4: You should strive to be as good as Craig Kashan is in physical shape.
13: You should strive oh, yeah. to be yeah, 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 Craig Kashan. Yeah. That dude, yeah, that dude is in good shape. you
4: ever seen that dude?
13: Yes. That Without a shirt in- on? No. Why are we looking at dudes with.
4: Beca- <laughs> this is how I know how, how
13: jacked he is. Craig Kashan doing a Bart? Craig Kishon is Did jacked. Did he pull a
4: Bart? No. Oh, okay. Well, they do the shows in the Dells every year for the Brewers. Yeah. And one of the years they showed him coming down the slide into the pool. Dude is, is he jacked? Ripped.
13: Crank is jacked. Shut ripped. Up. Shut ripped, up. Ripped. I tell you. Anyways, like twelve pack. I had, like ripped. Ripped. Robbie. I had Marcus Johnson on yesterday, who obviously former player, analyst. But dude's a hu- he was he was just on cloud nine yesterday. If you missed Marcus Johnson on the show, yesterday, I did. Go and check it out. On the Odyssey, he was so I love Marcus. he was so good yesterday, dude. You could just hear the smile coming through the phone. It was it was amazing. He was a ray of sunshine, and it was. I've talked to Marcus. It's Johnson. me, though. I talk, Yeah, I <laughs> talked to Marcus Johnson a bunch of times in my career. Yesterday was the best conversation that we've had. to go back amazing. And, listen. and today we're gonna have two huge Bucks fans and hosts of the Eurostep podcast, Ty Windish, and uh, his co-host Rohan Kadi. I've never ne- heard him. I've never talked to Rohan. I've I never-
4: asked Sam. He sent me the lineup. I go. I've never heard him. Is he any good? He goes, I don't know. But he does a podcast. It's like He does a podcast with him. It
13: sounds pretty good. All right. I mean, I know Ty sounds good. Ty Windisch vouches for him. And if yeah. Ty vouches for him, I'll take his word yeah, for I'm him. So we're going we're to talk with both 530? those guys today at 530 today. Yeah, that'll be good. It's going to be a fun to. show, man. It's going to be a, another day of celebration on the Robbie Show for the Bucks. But I want to know, out of the gates, and you can line up right now, 414-799-1250. Does this thing feel real yet? Does it feel real yet? And tell me about your day at the parade and at the rally. He has
4: Rami Makhlouf up next the Rami Show. Have a good rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 10. Uh, again, Brewers, White Sox. Uh, we'll have Lawrence Holmes from the Scoron at 10.35. Tim Allen at 11.35. Toodles! Okay, picture
0: this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.